0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Top Docs Radio, brought to you by Hyperbaric Physicians of Georgia, a comprehensive wound resolution, and UHMS-accredited hyperbaric medicine practice, with four offices to serve you. Find us on the web at www.hbomdga.com, Facebook and Twitter at hbomdg.a. Good afternoon, everyone. It's C.W. Hall, your host here on Top Docs Radio. Thanks for making us a part of your afternoon again today, both here locally and around the world. Since we are global, over 33 countries have listened to us. Joined on the board by Krista Rudy, our executive producer extraordinaire.
1: Hey, hey! Happy holidays. That's right. Everybody's man. about a, to go uh, on vacation, right?
0: well, in fact, our guest that's joining us today is on vacation. vacation. <laughs> I interrupted his time off to uh, get to talk to him, and uh, so uh, we will not waste time getting to to meet Paul McRae. He's the director of business development and healthcare solutions for AirWatch a local company that I found quite by accident I was telling him uh, as we were getting ready to go on air uh, about how I discovered AirWatch I was YouTubing one night always have my finger hovering over the skip button when any (laughs) kind of ad is playing in front of the video I want to watch and uh, (laughs) one of their ads came on and I thought it was awesome and 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 it was so good and so well produced that i actually looked up airwatch advertisements on youtube and watched numerous uh, airwatch ads uh, and then i went on to watch a uh, a discussion with their chief operating or chief executive officer talking about their their company and so i was really pleased to find out that they were local and um, that made me really excited to get a chance to have them come on and talk about their solutions, and particularly how they affect healthcare. Um, you're on vacation, and you have no. Uh, no, this
1: is actually a great opportunity. Um, this is uh, an, a very important topic to us, uh, and very much uh, applicable to what's happening in the society around healthcare and what you know some of the challenges they're being dealt with.
0: Well, it proves that you're dedicated to what you're doing for sure to come in and uh, and share some of your time with us, Paul. So take me through. AirWatch, tell us about what you do.
1: Sure. AirWatch is a uh, mobile security focused organization. Um, we are now been acquired by uh, VMware as of April of 2014. So now we're AirWatch by VMware. Our initial focus is uh, really around the mobile device management technology. And I use that initially because when people speak of MDM, there are a number of companies that come into play. Generally speaking, the technology has evolved to a much broader statement. One we refer to in the industry as enterprise mobility management, which yeah. encompasses a number of different tool sets. But AirWatch is uh, number one provider in that space. Gartner has ranked us in that upper magic quadrant for, I believe, three or four years uh, consecutively. And uh, we've uh, chosen to kind of expand our messages. and. I got brought into the play uh, to start taking a very horizontal story and make it much more vertical, specific to healthcare.
0: And you know, from what I understand, you, as we were talking before we went on air, you have been in the space for a long time with other major companies in the health, you know, the technology security kind of space sure sure yeah I I left
1: uh, AT&T as their vice president of healthcare technology in July of 2013 and uh, as I said uh, John Marshall our CEO specifically wanted me to come over and take a very horizontal story and make it very vertical specific so uh, prior to that I ran the southeastern region so a number of the hospitals in the Georgia area maybe specific to your radio audience Geographically, people uh, know you. People I've worked with before. I don't know if they want to. Even, I don't know if they want to necessarily acknowledge how they knew me. But I, I did a lot of retreading in the southeast when I had my when I had my region. So there are some that like, and some that maybe not so much. <laughs> so from what I understand, you know, enterprises, regardless whether they're in the healthcare
0: space or or any other industry vertical, where they have laptops and blackberries and smartphones and all kinds of devices that contain information that are important and proprietary uh, data uh, whatever it may be whether they're only important to the enterprise itself uh, against outside eyes of, of competitors or in the case of healthcare obviously very sensitive personal information that's residing on these devices that needs to be shared in certain channels but only with those certain channels, and that's where Air, AirWatch comes into play by helping secure that so that only the eyes you want to see this information get to
1: see it. Exactly, exactly, and I really kind of try and stay specific to how the tool is being used. I mean, the reality is is that these cell phones and tablets that we have in play now are very powerful computers, but we as end users are not necessarily as diligent about some of our security practices, and so AirWatch is predominantly focused on how do we make that a, an effective tool within the workplace simplifying that mobile experience for the end user and making it an effective part of how they do their job. Healthcare specifically has a big challenge with this as you begin to see the evolution of the care delivery model Mm -hmm. and you begin to see that care being provided away from your traditional point of care within the acute facility and in a variety of different ways um, across the uh, care continuum. So what we've chosen to do at AirWatch is kind of bond our tool set to some of the challenges that are out there. So for example um, for the last five, 10, 15 years we've seen an evolution or a lot of uh, excuse me, a lot of pressure put on implementation of EMRs. And so a lot of interest comes from how do I deploy that mobile application to effectively get everyone using it. A large part of the, uh, the success of those types of programs is how quickly you can get your adoption rate numbers up. So AirWatch can come into play, for example, and help deploy that application, pre-configure the application. So when it ends up on the end user's device, it's doing what it's supposed to do. And so we find that um, that is an area of interest, but when you look at um, where i 'm beginning to play in the healthcare space i don 't pretend to call myself a healthcare customer I 'm mean, a company there's a number of great companies out there, the epics of the world McKesson's who are right here in Atlanta and Cerner's et etc what we 've chosen to do is go out and partner with those organizations so if you look at what Cerner's doing they're um, Skybox Mobility is an AirWatch rebranded product. McKesson has a very similar process or, or, or vision around mobile technology and so what we wanted to do was to bring our technology as part of the support system for those types of applications and tools. So
0: forgive my ignorance as it relates to this kind of a solution but if I have an EMR, name name the EMR that I'm implementing in my healthcare system or, or a company and is, is the solution that you're providing, is it kind of, is it a umbrella that goes outside of that somehow, or how does it plug in and start to provide its measure of protection as we talked about earlier? Well,
1: it kind of goes to um, uh, a lot of the foundation of why HIPAA exists, right? The data needs to stay where the data needs to stay. And so most of the EMR companies have developed mobile applications to support their enterprise-deployed software systems and um, you know when you look at companies like epic and cerner and mckesson there's a version of their software that it resides on the mobile device and mm-hmm. so what airwatch does is as i said we can whitelist or blacklist the applications. so you can only put these types of applications on the line that your administrative organization have deemed as appropriate either the ones we don't want on or the ones we do want on and then it gets into how quickly can i deploy these applications my dad's a doc but not a rocket scientist when it comes to software and technology so the easiest way to to deploy that application and get them to use it is make it work the way it's supposed to work when it ends up on the device. Another particular strategy that has a a lot of impact in healthcare specifically gets down to the challenges in the economics around healthcare where people can't afford to buy devices for the end users. So a common term is BYOD, bring your own device. Being able to leverage your personal device for an enterprise use in a safe and secure manner. And one means that AirWatch does it is to put a private little container on there specific to the enterprise, deploy the applications and the content resources that you need in that container. And then in the event that there's something that doesn't match up with everyone involved. You can blow that container up and not affect your personal pictures or your Christmas songs that you have on your
0: device. So you could kind of sequester some space on this phone right here that is functioning and helping me use the application in question. And then if Charles has to go away for whatever reason, I move or get asked to move, um, then you can just go in and pop that out of there. And my, my advice stays with me, but your information stays with you
1: very perfectly described. That's exactly what the challenge is. And I see that more applicable in healthcare because the margin have been so thin for so long, three to 5% profitability in most hospital systems. And when you get into the more demographically dense areas and some of the areas that have been challenged with the economy, you see that number even smaller. And so no one afford, can afford to buy devices. Most hospitals, you see the devices are only purchased for the administrative side. And the majority of the population has to be BYOD.
0: We've been talking with Paul McRae, the director of business development in the healthcare solutions side of AirWatch, and. I would assume that your your market is really growing just because I know as as healthcare is evolving we're trying to move as much as we can away from keeping you in the hospital, you know, any longer than we have to. Obviously the reimbursement structures nowadays want you to get out of the hospital as soon as possible and we've actually seen that that's that's a viable way to take care of people which means now there's more things going on on an outpatient basis, now yes. there's more things going on where someone's actually coming to my home to deliver care. Yes. But that provider, very often, particularly now that we have this technology, you want to be able to have access to lab values, tests, uh, diagnostic studies, whatever a case may be in real time. That's
1: absolutely correct. And so you start to think about how the system, our healthcare delivery system is changing as a whole. You know, we moved away from fee for service to pay for performance. And so the success of the protocols being administered is an absolute. And the best way to manage that is in a very distributed environment. I had one CTO some years ago tell me that I really don't have enough parking spaces in my parking lot to handle this, you know, growing volume of patients. So you've got 10,000 people retiring on a daily basis. And so now not only are they going to one doctor, but multiple doctors. Now everybody needs to know what everybody's doing. Care delivery is beginning to evolve in terms of how and where it's being treated, where patients are being treated. And then of course you wanna know what's going on with that patient when they're not in your hospital. The net net is, is that to your point, is that you still need access to all the clinical information, the lab details, all the information that may exist outside of that EMR, all the data points that you would want to have available so that you can make a good logical clinical decision those are the things that are becoming very valuable. And as you begin to see this constant momentum build, you'll see different types of mobile technologies come into play. And there's a number of companies out there we work with, some that don't need this type of technology, particularly at this point. But really, it's about providing access to that clinical sensitive information and a means that makes it more effective in the way they do their jobs.
0: So I, so this technology, I guess, is uh, the, the technologies that we're protecting uh, are, are more and more beginning to make it possible for me to go to my physician, get seen, get studies, get tests done, then I have to go say to a hospital, it's possible now for that data to actually move over with me to go to the next provider of care? Is that what is you that know, we're we're,
1: we're not quite there yet. I think that that's a possibility. There have been a number of companies who have attempted to kind of address that personal PHI information. So when generally speaking, where AirWatch is, just to kind of draw the D market, we're predominantly mm-hmm. playing over here to the left side of the line and traditional EMR, HIPAA gotcha. concern data. There is, to your point, some evolution occurring as it relates to technology and patient engagement. Patients managing their own PHI, uh, wearables as we all know about the Fitbits and the an Nike fuel, you know, fuel bands of the world, a lot of data moving around, and it kind of in my opinion, personal opinion, not AirWatch statement, is all around how that data is being used and where it will become of value. So, what we're trying to do at AirWatch is really kind of make it an effective part of how they do their job. If you've got these secure servers and you want to present your data out onto the mobile device, AirWatch can support that strategy. If there's a specific set of applications that I previously mentioned, AirWatch can help deploy those applications, either homegrown or, you know, generally available. We'll be right back. The cat sat on the and then when you also look at some of the challenges around email and texting, there are other stories that come into play. I mean, I've got a very good friend of mine who's a trauma surgeon, and trauma surgeons are some of the most unique clinicians out there because they always want to show you the stuff they fixed. <laughs> Almost like <laughs> yeah. car mechanics, right? Yes, that's look right. Look at what it used to look like. Yes, look It was at what mangled. It, now this, look, at look at it. Look at how I fixed it. Well, those pictures that seem interesting, we'll use that word, and creative are HIPAA violations. And so there's a lot of focus on being able to create a secure chat or being able to strip a t- attachments off email, so you're not ma- uh, messaging those pictures around the Internet. There's a lot of interest around this, and obviously in a short period of time we can't go into all the details, but as you begin to think about how that data leaves that physical facility, whether it be doctor's offices or acute, there's a lot of concern around who has access to it, where is it accessed, how it's being used. The reality is, is that there's always a means to get around. If you have a file laying on a counter and someone takes a picture of it, there's a potential for HIPAA violation, but that's not something you can manage by securing your mobile device. So we play in some places, but we don't solve all problems. Sure, point. but one
0: of the things, that's interesting. So one of the ways that it does what it does is, if I want, if, if to use your example of the, the surgeon, I want to show off this flashy uh, squished foot that I saved and fixed and it looks fantastic now. I try to send it to somebody the, the the software application or the application, I don't wanna, the, the solution, if you will, the technology actually says, no, no, you can't send that outside
1: we can strip we can strip attachments off yeah. based on how the administrator sets up the environment but uh, that that's essentially what yeah. what we're trying to do is to minimize any data leakage that may occur and that applies not only to the pictures and but also documents and certain types of content that you don't want to make accessible to those on the other end that shouldn't have access to it
0: i know that patient satisfaction is going to be a big component coming in the next two or three years as it relates to how we get reimbursed on the, you know, physician and hospital side of things. How how does this technology and, and your solutions, how, how does it come into play as it relates to how we coordinate care how and, and how we engage the patient uh, while they're in our care and, and, you know, hopefully have them have a positive outcome and, and impression of their experience? How sure. does this all come into play with that? Well, you
1: know, patient engagement is one of these areas that I mentioned previously is on the rise. Um, we see a lot of concern around capturing data administration you know so airwatch has been in play where we've been able to lock down a tablet and so when you walk into the hospital you give the patient and his family a tablet that says okay fill this information out uh, some of the other ones that we've seen uh, a lot of interest in are very creative and patient distractions. so if you think about a children's hospital instead of giving them some type of medication to calm them Give them an iPad or some type That's of like smart a device. digital kind of solution. So, yeah. Something to that yeah. degree that gives them a point to relax and you don't have to give them any meds. And it's better for the patient right. on the end run. Um, there's also the possibility for education. So as patients come right. in for different procedures, instead of standing in a high value resource next to the bed and holding their hand and saying, you know, ACW, hey you're having an apodectomy, here's what happens, you can now provide them access to that type of training material and information so on like their
0: Population table. health management kind of influence.
1: Population health management is definitely play as you begin to become a part of the machine, if you would, that has to manage your health care. So now you have access to all your data points and your vitals and you're able to actually provide some type of input on what you're doing when you're not in front of your physician. So there's a variety of different strategies and approaches coming into play and it's is only the beginning. This is something that's very exciting and it's something that ultimately will be very beneficial to our care delivery system.
0: Who needs to be thinking about this type of solution for their enterprise? I, obviously, we, we talked a little bit before we went on air that you know, large healthcare organizations are, are one that would, you know, come to mind up front, but, uh, you know, who needs to, inter, you know, be thinking about this kind of solution? You
1: know, I honestly feel that everyone should be, you know, when, uh, as I mentioned to you, my father's a dog, my father-in-law's now a retired surgeon, and I use these two endpoints as kind of extremes because uh, when my father-in-law was practicing medicine, you walked in, you, uh, you know, you passed on your paperwork and ended up in a big file on a rack behind the desk, you know? And then as my father, you know, who's at the end of his career began to do his, there's a little bit more of exchange of information going around. The reality is, is that we're a very digital age right now. You and I both have access to information. The physicians that are caring for us have access to information. I think all the way down to that local doc should have some means of securing that information on his or hers device. Now, it also gives them the means to access information that may exist at that hospital that they're doing business from. So there's a strategy that encompasses all types of clinicians, whether it be a small five-person office up to a 5,000-person physicians uh, group, um, anywhere else, and anywhere in between, in my opinion. But um, this is the beginning of the digital age. You know, we're carrying these supercomputers in our pocket. I mean, you know, I I work in an office (laughs) now where at 45 years old I've effectively become the old guy. You know, I remember (laughs) – my first uh, job out of college, I remember going, or one of my first uh, summer interns, uh, going to an office that had punch cards laying around, you know, because they had to slide them in the computer to yeah. tell it what to do. <laughs> that full room that became the computer, I mean, that was the computer, is now in your pocket in the form of an iPhone. And now we have to be very aware and keen and astute of how that data is being used, where it's being accessed. And essentially, AirWatch has made it a commitment to be a part of that plan.
0: What's the process like when we get engaged with Airwatch to kind of overwatch if you will the the enterprise uh, that is us how do how does that flow you know do we do we need to get in, involved with you as we're taking out our EMR system and data systems? or well, you know,
1: it's not so much want to get involved with the EMR portion of it, but more along um, what's your strategy. And it generally comes down to an absence of a compliance plan, and this just could be something as simple as, you know, who has access to the data in a physician's office to your strategy around what types of devices you even need accessing your information at the hospital level. So it's not a bad idea to kind of go nudging around on our website. We have a lot of information out there about the tools, um, as I, I kind of suggested before, everyone's in a different place, whether it's, uh, you know, attachments that you want to strip off or information content you want to make available. Not everyone has the same recipe right now. And so getting an idea around what tools can help you do your job or create your strategy is the beginning. And then, you know, launch a call to someone and get engaged. I mean, we have uh, sales organizations and I kind of stay away from the commercial that work with both small, you know, footprint systems or docs offices all the way up to larger industry industries and uh, enterprises that we're supporting. But, you know, go Look around on the website. There's a lot of information out, and we've helped the number of customers. I think AirWatch. We're up to well over 15,000 customers, specifically AirWatch customers today. Specific to healthcare, I think we're about 14 or 1,500. So, well, that's just, still pretty deep uh, penetration, uh, deep, though. Pretty good, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. But as you know, we're we're getting there. Things are becoming very creative in terms of the solutions you are looking for, and it's a very exciting time. But um, everyone should really be aware of it. Um, Do you have any
0: advice for, you know, for the healthcare community out there? I mean, obviously, we've discussed the fact that even if you're a small, you know, single practice provider, that securing your data, if you're, if you, particularly if you're using digital devices of any kind, you know, that there's... Potentially a solution for them to secure that, but across the larger organizations as well. But you know, any other device advice that you would have for that healthcare provider that's maybe may listening today, or a, or health executive?
1: You know, I'd just say explore your opportunities and your options. Uh, I mean, several years ago, I spoke on um, a panel at the M Health Conference in D.C., and uh, you know, it was interesting because when we kind of brought this topic to light, uh, there was a lot of apprehension on, "Oh, I don't want my information flying around." And I kind of brought back a story and said, "You know, 20 years ago, in the 80s, you know." 90s or whatever it may have been, you would have never thought to give your car, your credit card, and pull out some cash out of the gas station. But we don't think twice about it. We run in there, pop money into the ATM. We're going to see this evolution in healthcare come along in a very similar fashion. The adoption curve is going to be rapid. We're going to see exchanging information across multiple entities because there is no other way. We've got a very inefficient and, and, and economically unbalanced healthcare provider, or delivery system, and the best way to make this more effective is to use the technologies available. So, in a long or roundabout way, what advice would I get? Go get educated. Read up on the technologies that are available. Make yourself aware of the options that you have and the technology providers that are willing to partner with you to not only develop a strategy, deploy the technology, and then potentially even manage it afterwards. So there are a lot of things that uh, a lot of people should be made aware of just by nudging around and looking on the web.
0: As you've been engaging with healthcare organizations around the community uh, with AirWatch, do you see some common... Areas of weakness or or typical missteps that you see organizations or healthcare providers you know making as it relates to their digital strategy. I'm
1: still shocked that that um, there's not much of a plan, you know, and and a lot of times we get called into uh, a conversation either out of fear, uh, out of response to some type of negative uh, activity or action. Um, I think it's still kind of shocking that we're looking at mobile technology almost as a consumer thing. I mean, when someone walks into your hospital, has access to your Wi-Fi network inappropriately, now they're on your enterprise network. And one missing file or one breach in the network can be a seven-figure penalty. So why take take that risk? Why not sit down with your security team and have a strategy on how the technology is being used? Um, I see the other swing of the pendulum go the other way and sometimes where very bright technologists say, well, you know what? No one could have access and that cripples the system because you can't minimize uh, what your clinicians can do because you can't take the time to actually go and figure out what needs to be done. So just kind of getting aware of your environment because the information is gonna move around. People are gonna put it on their devices. There's a story up at a hospital system, no names mentioned up in New York, where you know a doc just punched a hole in the back of the network so he could just have access to his files when he needed them from his home. <laughs> Four and a half million dollars later, that provided an issue for the system, right? The reality is these young men and women that are going through start off as engineers, start off as uh, bioscience majors who have a very strong technology background, they know how to use this device and so why not put some structure in place to protect the information that's associated with them.
0: I know that EMRs are obviously kind of down the road now they've been around for a long time I mean even back when I was working clinically in a hospital you know years ago started in the 90s uh, they were obviously coming into play then and they only swelled uh, over the the following decade and now how how penetrated is it I mean I assume that just about every hospital out there is on an EMR of some kind but when you, when you step outside the hospital into maybe more outpatient places or even, you know, down at the physician level, have they been around long enough now that it's almost everybody is on it? I know that it's coming into play that it's a requirement, but it's just kind of more recently that that's been the case. Well,
1: as a, as a non-EMR provider, so yep, this is yep. specifically uh, coming from a guy who's uh, not in that space, uh, I see the adoption is starting to slow, meaning that, uh, I mean, the the, the wave of adoption is starting to slow because a lot of systems have put the technology in play and are now deploying it are now getting to the point of completing deployment. Um, there's still a big gap on the other end of the machine, right? The physicians numerically represent the biggest elements of this care continuum. And, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, a few years ago they might have said 60%. You know, we might even be closer to 70 or 80%. But the challenge is it's your small mom and shop doc who takes care of a large number of patients in the geographic area has no technology out there. They're being forced to make those decisions or consider them. Um, the reality is is that they're not software guys. And so now there's the challenge of not only coming up with the money to buy it, but the money to deploy it or implement it, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we can help with some of that, you know, maybe not at the physician's level in that small environment, but when it comes into the larger systems that want to not only deploy the enterprise application, but also push out the mobile application or device, we can be a part of that strategy. But um, we're not in the EMR space. We partner with right, those types right. of companies. You just kind of... Protect that. That's
0: a place where information is being stored and floating, flowing from one device to another. Sure. Within that application, uh, you know, I assume that the, the the greatest get that you have for involving uh, a solution such as the one provided by AirWatch is, is just like you described a moment ago in in your example in New York, where it is um, when people think about, gosh, we do, we don't want to spend the money to have this kind of solution on board but the reality of it is they're opening doors to greater exposure of risk and financial loss that far exceeds what I would assume that their investment would be to deploy solutions like what you're providing and that's where the real value is it's it may be hard to quantify it on the on the spreadsheet this year just because it you know it, maybe it looks like a spend but in reality it's a savings because as you described um one exposure can mean huge loss
1: absolutely and and the reality is is that um it kind of goes back to that device inside that environment it's going to be there anyway whether or not you give them access to it in some type of enterprise big strategy or they walk in and find a way to backdoor into their email Um, that same device goes home and ends up on the countertop or the living room table and Johnny picks it up to play Candy Crush. And so now you've got a real problem that could cost your enterprise several hundreds of thousands or potentially millions of dollars. And the uh, um, Office of National Coordinators, ONC, they're really starting to press forward. In 2015, you'll see more HIPAA audits. And so there's a lot of pressure being placed on those types of breaches and risks. And so why not, to your point, go yeah. down this path yeah. to go and make this investment? I mean, it could be, you know, very nominal, you know, less than a cup, a cup of coffee every day for a month. I mean, honestly, it's not that expensive on an individual basis. And when you start to look at what that can do for your enterprise – it's amazing. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to
0: illustrate that. Um, and not only just the dollar exposure that you have to loss. I mean, who, what what hospital system wants to have a settlement of some kind come out of a HIPAA violation of seven or eight figures of, of cost? But look at what, you know, if you want to compare it to a non-healthcare organization, say one of the major company breaches of, of private information that happens, say, you know, uh, to a large you know, discount store that ha- everybody knows about. That's I right. think about it every time I go in their store now. I still go there. I stayed away for a little while Sure um, But just from the just from the damage that it can do to your you know person your your credibility in the in the community on top of the financial impact of it that it can take who knows how long to rebuild.
1: And then and then I think that's also another piece to it um, being able to support the type of mobile technology that your end users are going to want. You know you've got this wave of younger docs coming through who are used to going to school and using these types of technologies. When I when I was in region um, and ran my business in the southeast, I used to tell a story about the you know the 50 year old doc has someone walking behind them taking notes, you know, the 40-year-old doc comes in and they're fumbling around on their iPad trying to figure out how to get access to this day, today's notices. That 30-year-old doc is jamming in the car with their iPod. They ride up to the office. They pull the iPod or iPhone out of the car. They get access to the Wi-Fi information and download their day's schedule. They see what patient information that they're going to want to go, and they're off to doing rounds. may not have looked up, made eye contact, or done anything that he wouldn't have normally done. But in the course of that, accessing information, getting his business set up for the day, and then executing on his day schedule, you've seen an opportunity to be more efficient. You've seen an opportunity to have breaches and risks. And so you have to put some thought around the strategy of how this data is being accessed and how it's being used. That's just an absolute, in my opinion.
0: Well, sometime I would love to have you or one of your colleagues come back and join us on the show sometime, maybe bring uh, one of the healthcare organizations that you've done some work with so that they can also talk about where were they before they linked up with AirWatch and how has this kind of begun to help them move their digital strategies forward and protect it obviously most importantly
1: absolutely i've got a couple guys in mind that uh here are lo- here locally that uh, we could probably tap for some comments but uh i'd welcome an opportunity to come back at any time it's been an excellent discussion
0: well we've been uh, pleased to be hosting paul McCrae, the director of business development for healthcare solutions from airwatch of uh, with VMware and get to know them. Go on YouTube and take a look at some of their advertisements. I know if you're in the... enterprise space uh, you have a company that has uh, a wide variety of mobile devices or devices of different types that are housing your proprietary information they're one that you're going to want to get to know they put out some awesome advertisements I'll just say that I heard that you all did those in house which I found quite amazing that's a big compliment if Seriously. you're a skip, skip ad hoverer uh, I tell you what it, <laughs> it, you know, I, I I said to your PR people if your people are half as interesting as your advertisements I've got to have you on my show sure. and uh, indeed it has proven to be the case so I'm very excited to be able to host one of our uh, Atlanta-based companies that is making a big impact in the uh, uh, healthcare sector. It's important to me. And then I uh, look forward to maybe talking to somebody on the on the enterprise side that's not healthcare as well, because obviously they're going to have some people and some things to talk about there as well. There you go. So thanks for making time. I know you've got some family waiting on you. I'd like to get you back to them and get you started on your holiday celebrations. But uh, Paul McCray, thanks for taking some time and Coming out here and giving us some great information.
1: Thank you for having me, and I enjoyed the conversation.
0: As always, make sure that you link up with the Top Docs Radio Show on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Top Docs on BRX at both Twitter and Facebook. airwatch You can find them at uh, www.air-watch.com, and then of course, obviously, they've got all the links to their uh, social media, so they can uh, link you up with some excellent information that would be valuable to your business. Make an appointment to see us same time, same place next week. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Have a good Christmas.